Brews, Columbus Business First weekly podcast about news and also brews. I am Eleanor Kennedy, and I'm here with Doug Buchanan, Carrie Ghosh, Haley Colombo, and Dan. And today we are <laughs> drinking because it's fall. Surprise, not a beer, but a cider. I'm also going to an Apple Festival tomorrow, so I'm just trying to get in the spirit on this like 85 degree day. We are drinking Mad Moon Craft Hard Cider. Eat a peach, which, as disclosed to my podcast guest before starting recording, I did not realize there were peaches in this cider that is explicitly named Eat a Peach. So <laughs> <laughs> there are also apples. Okay. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a very good sound. I'll get a good pouring noise. All right, everyone else is drinking. Oh, wow. Is it very peachy? That is very peachy. Oh, no. I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. Again, I bought this because I was afraid someone else would bring a pumpkin beer, and I was like, I'll get a dry cider that I will like, and instead I bought a half-sweet peach cider that I'm probably going to hate. So this is what I get for (laughs) avoiding expanding my horizons. What does everybody think? I would definitely use this when making like a a crumble. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty syrupy. That's not what I want to hear. Well... No, I'm allergic to raw peaches, so I'm really appreciating this because I yeah. get the flavor, but it's been, you know, I can eat them cooked oh. or processed. And uh, Oh, okay, so this is sufficiently so I, so processed. I, yeah. That it's would be some podcast action. Of <laughs> oh, yeah. I having a, an allergic reaction on the back. I mean, not very audio-friendly, but we could describe it in vivid detail. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's just successive sneezes for like oh, 30 well, so minutes. there you go. It is a... Good audio hear uh, version. Um, I think it's actually it's not as terrible as I thought it was going to oh. be. No, <laughs> no, put that on the box. It's not terrible. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? It is. Uh, I don't like overly sweet cider, yeah. so this is nice because it's not overly sweet. Mm-hmm. But there's um, I guess it's the, there's almost I, I can't I can't come up with the word for the flavor that's um, it's not quite my favorite. So yes. It's, not, it's, it's actually, I like, I like peach flavors, but I'm not, I don't taste that much peach. Whatever it is I'm tasting, it, it's almost like a, like a, a spice or like a sh- mm. sugariness. That, mm-hmm. The that, syrupiness um, perhaps. Yeah. Haley yeah. I actually thought Haley's word, the, the syrupy was, was good. Not texture wise, but, but kind of taste wise. Yeah. But that's just, that's just me. So it is 6% alcohol by volume, which I feel like is kind of high for a cider, but maybe not. I guess the perception of ciders is that they're like. Lame, but yeah. real. Yeah, but I feel like hard cider or craft cider is like corrected. Yeah. It doesn't that. taste like it. Would yeah, be. I don't know why the kids haven't discovered this instead of white claw. And, uh, <laughs> and well, what's, what's the calories on it? I, oh, well, oh, the sugar is that part content. Of the of white claw. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah, think it's so. Like hundred calories. Because girls, yeah. well, people oh. who are watching their weight order vodka soda all mm-hmm. the time, and so white right. claw is like essentially that. I tried white claw for the first time this past weekend, and I was not that impressed. But I, I, like also, I also had a sparkling cider of some kind mm-hmm. that I liked a lot, which was part of why I was like, maybe I should bring this cider. So, so is, is white claw like what's that Zima or whatever that was from a few years ago? I, is, I oh. don't know the exact differences, but okay. that's certainly what I think of because I am right. I am of enough of an age that uh, <laughs> 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 yes, Zima was a malted beverage. Yeah, I think it was, so. Yeah. Is white claw? It is not. A, it is uh, owned by the same people as Mike's Hard. And it is a malted beverage, not 
I don't know, whatever the alternative oh, would be. it's not actually vodka. It's not very yeah. sweet either. It's like, yeah. you know, seltzer water, flavored seltzer water mm-hmm. is like... Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what it tastes like the is, whisper right? of a strawberry. Yeah. So, Dan, do you know anything about Mad Moon? I do, I so do. Columbus, um, Ohio on here. Uh, mm-hmm. They have their facility out in the... I don't know if it's actually Linden. It's pretty close, though. I don't know if it's officially Linden because I don't know the, that's a good the boundaries. But it's off, off Cleveland Avenue. Peter Moon and his wife, they used to own... I want to say it might have been called Color My World. They had one of those like painting art studio like mm. oh yeah right right uh, and they got out of that several years ago to get into the cider business. So they've they've been around uh, five six years maybe yeah. even longer. So he's been pretty pretty active. Cider is a not a lot of competitors. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the so. uh, we had two cideries that opened in the time I was in mm-hmm. Nashville, and they both took forever to get open mm-hmm. like it seemed like, like years and years mm-hmm. between we're going to be the first cidery in Nashville and we're actually here it's so. um well, I don't know Nashville's laws but Ohio one of the hurdles is that it's classified as wine essentially yes. yeah. yeah it's not yeah. it's not even though more most people probably associate it with beer it's mm. legally treated like wine which uh just creates different issues that's it's one of the issues it's one of the reasons why that some brewers want to go into cider but it's hard for a brewery to do that's that interesting, because yeah. of it's a it's a whole new set of regulations. So, and, are there any other ones here? There was. I don't. Apologies. I don't know if they're still open. There was one out in Licking County called Legend Valley. Don't know if they're still around. I haven't. I haven't seen them um, in a while. But they weren't widely out. distributed anyway. But that off the top of my head, that's it. Like I can't. I'm trying to even think if if brewers have have um, done any cider and, and some have have brought it up. Um, you know, Rheingeist went into, we've, we've talked about oh, yeah, them before. They, they, they do some cider, but I don't even know if any anyone else has expanded into that. Like I said, it, it comes up every now and then. The brewer says, oh, we're going to get into cider, but I, I can't think of, I'm struggling to think of examples of ones that have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Important question, is cidery a word? Is that mm. what you call it? That's what I call it. Yeah, I've, oh, I've yeah. heard that before. Yeah, I would just Meteries, say like cider yeah, press. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they seem to be pretty adventurous. Some of the other flavors are hunky dory apple pie from Mad Moon. Yeah, Mad Moon sucker punch, treacherous cranberry, Ooh. minty blad, bad blood orange. I'm glad I did not oh, get that one. Guys. Yeah, minty orange. Yeah, that sounds orange? terrible. What? Also with apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, tangerine dream is another one. Mm. That feels like it might be kind of like this. The last, I, I just looked it up the last time we wrote about it, they were putting sweet tarts. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot the, that. Uh, Actual sweet tarts. And they got approved, well, then they got approval from the makers of sweet tarts to to do it and promote it, which oh, was one wow, of the, okay. so it wasn't just a, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a quirky creation, but they actually got buy-in from whatever company owns sweet tarts. They were hmm. like, yeah, you can use actual sweet tarts and you can use our name. So what I would I say about this cider and it's. That's actually the taste <laughs> that I'm yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a candy, like, it's yeah. kind of like. Like a yeah. candy taste. Yeah. So there was a, a cider I wrote about in Nashville mm-hmm. where the girl, the woman who was one of the co-owners talked a lot about how like they used to think that all ciders tasted like Jolly Ranchers and then they had mm-hmm. like dry craft ciders mm-hmm. and decided yeah. that you could uh. do something different. I feel like this tastes like a Jolly Rancher but in like a positive way, like not overly uh. sweet. It's got that like kind of tartness that you want, but definitely a candy 
vibe mm-hmm. to so it. This reminds me of a school lunch. You know those little like fruit cups. <laughs> where where are you going to school? <laughs> like, yes, do yeah. you know like the fruit cups that yeah. you'd get like? And they would have the syrup. Canned the syrup. peaches yeah. Yeah. or yes. yeah, and they would have the syrup at the bottom. It's like sort of what would yeah. like the alcohol like version of drink drinking yeah. the mm-hmm. syrup at the end of it. I just I don't like peaches. Yeah, exactly. I don't really like peaches. So like any like for instance, we just bought this like three pack three variety thing of yogurt from Costco and one of them is peach so I told my fiance you have to eat all of these I'm not eating these they're gross but maybe this is making me sort of reconsider you should try that yogurt I like this yeah, yeah I'm I would not say that I liked peaches um, yeah but I think I if I eat a peach it's okay you know isn't that yeah. Poem. People do not know the riches you have. <laughs> peaches are taken away from you <laughs> oh. violently by your nose. See, and, and I, and I, I actually really like. I like. Pe- I love peaches. I like peaches in in alcohol and things. But I'm I'm just less crazy about this. Like I said, it's it, Doug helped me with the association. Mm-hmm. There's like a kind of candy taste here that I'm not especially crazy about. But generally, um, I like peaches and. I enjoyed Mad Moon as well. They're just core. Their core, like main cider, is pretty good, and I'm I'm not a crazy about cider person. So, mm-hmm. so Haley cider. is new to Columbus. Mm-hmm. What new is to this? The pod. New yes. to the podcast. New to the pod. Welcome. Are there many ciders in Indianapolis? Cideries. Yes. So one of my favorites is Ash and Elm. Ash, ampersand Elm. Mm. It is great. They have a very. They have. I don't know. I like. There was a like a craft brewers festival that I first sort of ran upon them. They were there. Mm-hmm. Um, now they have their, now they have a storefront, you know, they're a bigger thing. They distribute outside of Indiana. Um, I should know that as Everyone a former this has the business journal. <laughs> yeah. Look it up guys. But they are now in like every restaurant there and they mm-hmm. have a really good dry cider that I love. I very, so I'm a big cider person as opposed to Dan, but I mm-hmm. love like dry mm-hmm. ciders. I love really dry champagnes. Mm-hmm. That's Same. a big mm-hmm. dry wines. Okay, so very basic question: dry cider. What are we talking well, about? Well, much like wine, it tastes yeah. like, a, like like a Chardonnay it's or whatever. Like, like the it's the a more like bitter. Yeah. Okay, so they just don't add as much sugar to it, um, or is it the type of like? Apples that you use? Yeah, I, I don't know what, what goes into it specifically for ciders, but I know just from a taste standpoint, it's okay. a little, uh, little kind of cleaner, a little sharper, okay. maybe. I feel like less the sweet, Definitely less sweet. Because yeah. like, I like a green apple mm-hmm. in, a, in a Chardonnay. Oh. In a, you know, anything yeah, like that's a, like tart a notes and dry. Of, where it says or, notes of apple or something. Yeah. I like that. Green yeah. grapes. Whoops. All those, all those are my jam. This, but this is on the mid-scale. They conveniently on their box have a sweetness scale, and this is semi-sweet, halfway between dry and sweet. But I feel like when you get semi-sweet wine, it is, like, Very sweet. still super <laughs> it sweet. It is still sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do we think that this is the right classification on that scale? To me, it sort of tastes... Sweet. I don't know if this is a middle I, ground. I'd like to have it in a ro- in a yeah. in mm-hmm. a row, so to speak. I, yeah, I think I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think right semi sweet is fair. I mean, it's, okay. it's it's a it's a. I would say it's fair, but I also don't drink a ton of cider, but you yeah. do. So yeah. So I'm a big bubbles drinker. Mm-hmm. For no, me, Ryan Geist, you mean? yes. Oh yeah. Yes, that was my most recent association of yeah. with yeah. Ohio. I was like partially excited to move to Ohio to be closer. <laughs> That was very dry, right? Oh. Or no. I don't remember now. It tasted like a cider is what I remember about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. No, there's no calorie count, so I don't know if this can be a, a competitor to White Claw mm. or not. I don't think anything can I be. I prefer wrong. this taste to White Claw. I've also <laughs> heard that there's a shortage, but then I feel like everywhere I go, I see White Claw. Yeah. It's naturally gluten-free. Oh, yes. A lot of people I know who yes. are gluten-free drink cider or mm-hmm. wine. I'm trying to see if there's anything interesting mm. we can learn from this box. Don't got to be an abider when you're drinking cider. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, is there any beer news? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to help the cider industry uh, combat, Come up with some, uh, combat seltzers. One bottle at a time yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. The box for reference says, eat a peach pretty much sums up this cider. One sip is like biting into a perfectly ripened, juicy summer peach. We mm. blend it with the right Enjoy. balance of fresh pressed apple juice. You've just arrived in peach patch perfection. Mm. We say that three times fast. Peaches, man. Are peaches grown in patches? That, is that a thing? I've heard of people going peach picking, hmm. which was a new a thing. Peach. What is a patch? <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've, I feel like you. I think it's you probably an patch, orchard because I, I think it's yeah. on a treat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Audio content. <laughs> like I think of a patch as like pumpkins where they're like on mm-hmm. the ground, but peaches are like elevated. So, right? So the sacrifice was made for alliteration. Right. That's Indeed. Right. Beer news. That's, that's yeah. Curious, <laughs> <laughs> I had enough. The biggest beer news of the week, which is uh, something we teased last week, and we, we've talked about it a couple times in the past, is Columbus Brewing Company finally opened their long-awaited tap room out at their West Side Brewery. It is now open. It's got 21 taps, about 4,000 square feet, you know, seats over 100 people or so. Dan has been there how many times already? Dan has been there thrice. Can we make well, Dan speak in the third person yes. on the podcast yeah. all the time? Uh, thrice, you know you're but a that, brand. that includes, that includes um, uh, pre-opening work visits to the tap room. Fair so, enough. Because my job is difficult. I first learned the word thrice from Land Before Time 2. Oh. <laughs> I would have thought it would have been the third one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway. So, back to Columbus Brewing. Yeah. Um, Actually, I don't. I don't know. I feel. I feel a little. A little talked out on this because yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've teased it, and it's been in another podcast. So, any, any Columbus Brewing questions? I can. I can. We have feel. talked about them so it much on this podcast. It didn't look in the photos like it held a hundred people. It's a fairly long space, and then there is also there's a patio as well okay. that's sort of. You go in the main door. The patio is actually on the on the interior of the building, so to speak. So you have to go. Oh. In, it's not outside. Okay. You go into the tap it's room. It's like a courtyard situation. Yeah, yeah. That would be oh. a better term. It's okay. Like, yeah, it's like a courtyard. So I think once that's open, they can accommodate over 100 people. The bar is fairly large. I mean, the bar alone probably seats 30. Okay. It's a fairly it's a, a decent-sized place. They will probably do very well with it. Yeah. So. I mean, I look forward to checking it out. Yeah. Especially uh, because, as you said, I, I when I think of Columbus Brewing, I think of maybe four or five different beers. I don't think of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is yeah. it on a Coda line? Probably Maybe not. I, I don't know for sure, but knowing you're within that, walking distance of Coda's headquarters, that is true. Well, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yes, yeah, probably not on a Coda line. Yeah. So, although that's that's kind of a would be a decent walk from Coda's headquarters. Yeah, too, actually, it but, would. Uh, no side. I'm scooter betting the sidewalk in in scooter lane situation is not great <laughs> no. along Lee no. Avenue. Yeah, I would so, think so. Other beer news of note is Land Grant and Wolf's Ridge are both having anniversary parties on Saturday, and a nice sort of team up since they're both having their parties on the same day. They're using the Short North Trolley Company that will act well, that will bus essentially people between 
the two parties. So mm. easy transportation to go to both if uh, if you would like. Is there usually a big turnout at the land grant party? Uh, bo- both of these are very, very mm. well attended. They'll have uh, both, I believe, will have live music. They will have extensive draft lists. Uh, Wolf's Ridge sells a bunch of special bottles uh, every year. So both I would expect to be very busy. I've been wanting to go to Land Grant again, but, you know, people are a lot. If you're not a big people person, that day may not be the best day to go to Land Grant. All right. What else Mm. should we talk about? I don't think there was any other beer news this week. Any other news of note that uh, anyone would like to discuss? We could have Haley introduce herself some more. Yes, tell us more about yourself, (laughs) Haley. What's the big craft brewery in Indianapolis? There's so many. There's Sun King. Now I'm like, there's, it's not... It's more of an Indiana thing. The Upland is a big one. Okay. How about something that those of us not Dan have heard of? Uh-huh. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of Sun King. No? I was okay. going to say Sun King and Upland, Upland would be the two. They that, would be the they two. They would be the two that okay. if you knew of any of them. Yeah. Are they available um, here? Upland, Upland is, should be. I okay. don't know that Sun King is. Indiana also has weird laws. A lot of weird alcohol laws. Um, now they're all getting thrown out the window. You can buy booze whenever you want. Oh, from 12 to 8 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, which you used to not be able to buy booze. Yes, on it was at a all. day. So it was the day of, I'm pretty sure it was the day of the Oscars um, a couple of years ago that our, we first legalized Sunday sales from 12 to 8. So I was like racing to get back <laughs> to the Oscars. I was like, I needed to get a glass of wine and I got that Francis Coppola wine or whatever yeah, because it reminded me brand. of like movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. I remember that day very fondly. I don't know what people growing up in other parts of Indiana did. I mean, I guess as a child, I didn't need to buy booze. <laughs> yeah. Like my family, because like you couldn't buy it on Sundays at all. It was so. booze. Oh, are you talking like beer, anything. wine, anything? You can't. You oh. buy, couldn't, buy, couldn't anything. buy anything. But no see, alcohol sales Sunday. on Sunday at all. Yeah. Yeah. The weird thing yeah. about Indiana that like really shocked my husband when we were to go there is that it's. Full liquor in the grocery store, though. So, like, yeah. you know, we at CVS, and there's oh, like yeah. a bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever, oh, which in Virginia it's much more. I mean, there's like separated. There used to be only beer. Well, in Tennessee, there was only beer. They added wine a couple of years ago. Yeah. Anyways, weird so, alcohol laws in Indiana. Yeah, there definitely are. And we have, um, what is the status of this? So, there's a whole big legislative fight about allowing cold beer. In mm. places like gas stations, so essentially oh. Pennsylvania's like that, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, Pennsylvania has um, has like beer stores, and you have to, unless the laws change, you have to buy it by the case okay. at the beer stores. Now you can get beer in like six packs, but you have to literally get it from like bars. You can't go to nope. a grocery store oh, and get wow. beer. Okay. At least, uh, yeah, so there is a big <laughs> so Canada. that's been a huge but legislative fight. But you can fight. buy cold wine in Indiana because mm-hmm. we encountered this at my but nephew's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to go buy beer, and the Kroger was like, "We don't have any cold beer," which they did yeah. not tell us because it's illegal. They were just like, "We don't have it." So oh no, it's like a like, huge. Oh my gosh, the hmm. gas station. There's this guy who's in charge, Jay Ricker, who's in charge of all these gas stations. And he has been fighting with the legislature because, okay, so the only place you can buy cold beer is packaged liquor stores. That's the whole fight, essentially, mm. that the packaged liquor store lobby is very strong in Indiana. Right. It's a, you no, know, it's like no, serious. So you, so you can buy warm beer. You yeah. can buy yes. it off the shelf, but yeah, it can't you, be cold. It can't be cold except in a packaged liquor store. 
Why not? That's a really like weird line. That's a weird, the yeah. AC so much. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, so then, so here was the funny... Or put oh the ice, gosh. just like store the beer in the ice machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So one, this was the, the craziest thing. So when this was really like shall I say, heating up or cooling down, <laughs> I guess, a couple years ago. So there was a way that you could get around this law. So restaurants, obviously, can serve cold beer or have yep. that How in, hilarious would it be coolers. if they could not? So, <laughs> I know. So um, these, you know, these Rickers convenience stores started adding quote unquote restaurants mm. into the gas stations oh, and nice. you know how they would sell you know how gas stations sell hot dogs rotating yeah. Um, yeah. whatever they would call that a restaurant yeah so they would put seating in there there is like a state law of what is considered a restaurant and you have to have you know XYZ like little right. like it has to meet certain requirements so right. the gas station started meeting just very small requirements to be considered restaurants oh, that's great. and then the legislatures tried to exempt or tried to like tried to stop that from happening mm-hmm. and then convenience store guys like showed up to the legislature with all these burritos being like no we are a restaurant <laughs> try our burritos it was oh, that it was interesting fun. yeah alcohol so, laws are weird they are so weird. Indiana legislature hates joy. Yes, mm-hmm. that is. Oh, that's been. <laughs> <laughs> that's been well established yeah, yeah. for a long time. They just the, like they just like a lot of things. Like yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, are we out of content? I think so. <laughs> I think. Thanks everyone for joining us on News and Brews. I hope we all feel more fall-ish and uh, also have questioned some of our opinions about peaches. Peachy pea.